hired an event planner, mailed out gorgeous invitations, square, black, with cursive silver print. The few of us who'd been invited had all RSVP'd, yes. Mackenzie was excited for the party, kind of. Nothing was expected of her. All she had to do was dance and look pretty in her new black Hervé Leger cocktail dress. Mackenzie knew she was pretty. Ever since she was a kid, people had always told her as much. She had dirty blonde hair, dark blue eyes, a button nose, and a gymnast's body. She'd trained at the NYC Elite Gymnastics Studio for years. She'd tried competing back in middle school, but it wasn't for her. The night before one of her big matches, she'd stayed out late with her friends, broken curfew, been exhausted the next day, and tripped off the balance beam. Her parents had been furious. She had been relieved. Outside the nurse's office, Cooper slung his arm around her and sang, The needle will only hurt for a second. But it's really going to hurt for that one second, Mackenzie snapped. Cooper kissed her cheek. I'll come in with you and sing you a song. He was always nice to her, even when she wasn't nice back. She knew she should be nicer to him. He definitely deserved it. Mackenzie nodded to herself and to Cooper. She would do it. She would get the needle. She would do it because he wanted her to. She owed him, even if he didn't know it. The needle would be her punishment. Back then, we didn't know she was punishing herself or for what. Now we know everything, even the stuff we try to forget, especially the stuff we try to forget. Cooper squeezed Mackenzie's shoulder. Then I'll get you a root beer float as a reward. We were allowed to leave school for lunch, but we only had 40 minutes, so we couldn't go far. Can we go to Takahashi instead? Mackenzie asked. I'm craving salmon rolls. Japanese wasn't Cooper's first choice, since his mom ordered it every night. He was gluten intolerant, so there weren't too many options for him to eat. But he was a go-with-the-flow kind of guy. Why don't we pick up Takahachi and then eat it at your place? He asked, waggling his eyebrows. She lived a block away. No one was ever home. We're not going to have enough time for both after the vaccines, Mackenzie said. Maybe tomorrow. Cooper was fine waiting until the next day. But he wondered if it was really going to happen then. They'd barely hooked up since he'd been back from camp. He wondered if Mackenzie was avoiding him, although that didn't make sense. They hung out all day together at school. Why would she avoid him after hours? Did she not want to be alone with him? The nurse's door opened. BJ came out. He had failed in his groping mission. We all hoped Nurse Carmichael had stuck his arm with the needle really hard. Jordana went in, barely bothering to look up from her nails. We waited. A few minutes later, she came out looking dazed. That was miserable, she announced. She was holding a red lollipop. Olivia was up.
she stepped eagerly toward the door. She was a big believer in vaccinations. To prevent the flu, to prevent typhoid. If only they had one to prevent social anxiety, she'd be all set. You really shouldn't do it, Renee said to Olivia. I'll be fine, Olivia said. She usually followed Renee's lead, but she couldn't in this case. Renee sighed, looking slightly confused that Olivia wasn't listening to her. All right, if you insist, I'm going to the cafeteria. Meet me there and we'll talk to Lazar. Olivia's stomach clenched. She wasn't sure she was ready for that. But she said okay and then went inside the nurse's office. Mackenzie took a deep breath. She was next. Hey, Mackenzie, piped up Tess. Do you need me to help you with any sweets?